Next on BYU Sports Nation, a Texas-sized hold on Big 12 expansion. Why the Longhorns brass are content to remain status quo. The conversation gets dragged out, fancy that, potentially for several more years. What things will happen before the Big 12 expands sound off on Twitter. Plus, Fred Warner of BYU Football is worried about one team right now, Arizona. He joins us as well as women's volleyball coach Heather Olmstead, USA. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, June 2nd, wherever and however you have so chosen to dial in, it's wonderful to have you alongside myself, Spencer Linton, and our resident wedding cake designer, Jerem Jordan. Nope. But Eric Mika got engaged last yes, night. Yes, he Congratulations. Did. It took all of, like, what, three weeks yeah, for him long, to get home from his mission? Now, now, he has been dating. I always forget her name. We've talked Gabby. about it. Gabby. She's very cute. Gabby and Eric Mika have been dating for four, four years. years. If yes. you include the mission, where they went to the same mission? <laughs> what? I what? Asked, I asked her about the interactions they had yeah, we saw on the mission, and she said ago. it was twice, and it was super awkward to be like, Why, hey. hello. How are you? Handshake. <laughs> super awkward yeah, handshake. Middle school dancing. Yeah. He said he's had a crush on her for four years, posted it on Instagram, so they are engaged. Congratulations Congrat- yeah. to yeah. Uh, Eric Meek and to Gabby. Yeah. Now we just need to get a wedding cake are they designed. Get, yeah, are they getting married this summer? <laughs> Do you? Put, Is he going to play all four years married? Wow. Wow. How, well, he played one year. Oh, so the three, three years. remaining years. Yeah, yeah. But in yeah. a way, he was kind of married. I was hoping to, her to get an extra. Year, year. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, she is like. Is she five foot? Yes, she's like, like five. Like foot five foot. Yeah. So she, mi- the, she might be four ten. So what I'm saying is, like on the wedding cake, like do you make like a a seven foot? I've never thought this hard about even my own wedding. Girl, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) As the replicas, those little statues on the top of the cake. I I don't know. Come on, man. He's six. Humor me. She's like he's like two feet taller than her. Yes. Wild. Good for them. Good for them. Well done, Eric. I mean, just come home from the mission. They speak Italian. They can get married. They get to married. <laughs> Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. We have TV and times for BYU football's first two games of the season. BYU-Arizona to kick the season off. That game will be live on Fox Sports 1 at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on September 3rd. Jerem, we are one day closer, my friend. Countdown to the Wildcats. 93 days. BYU's had a game on FS1. The last two years. So that's okay. F- find the neighbor that has it if you don't or whatever, but that's that's a good spot. Now, you brought up a good point. The late start is conducive to college football fans, if you're a BYU fan in particular. Oh, it's great first uh, first day. There's because you get to watch games. football all day. I love it. And then cap well, it off with BYU-Arizona. I produce the pre- and post-game show for football, so it's a busy work day, so I'd prefer if I had some time to do that. Because I got the honeydew list, I got the yard and then I got like 12 hours of work that day, but it's a fun day. You're going to have grass by that time. Heck yes. Yes. Heck yes. The BYU-Utah game will be on Fox National at 7.30 Eastern. Otherwise known as Fox. On September 10th. That's big time. That the BYU-Utah game is on Fox. 
probably Gus Johnson on the call, right? Oh, baby, let's go, man. So that's awesome. I I love it. FS1 and Fox. Very nice. Big 12 meetings continue in Dallas for the latest. Let's go to the Big 12 Update Center with Ben Bagley. (laughs) Decision 2016. A Big 12 expansion update on BYU Sports Nation. Thanks, Jerem. Texas Athletic Director Mike Perrin, a.k.a. Lord Voldemort, said among other things yesterday at the Big 12 meetings, quote, the prudent thing for the Big 12 to do is to stay where we are at, close quote. Wait, this just in. Still no expansion. Back to studio. <sighs> well, epic, hey, the epic. music timed out perfectly. Oh, that, was, that was beautifully that was executed, not Ben Bagley. Glasses wow. come off. We could not have done that better. And back to studio. By we, I mean Ben. We'll have more on the Texas Athletic Director Mike Perrin and his comments in What's Trending. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just sho- I'm just shocked at that, yeah. <laughs> hey, BYU pitcher Mike Recker is one of 18 semifinalists for National Pitcher of the Year after an 11-1 season for the Batcats, tying the BYU record for the best start in school history. I don't think he'll win the award, but very cool to be one of the... 18 semifinalists. ESPN bracketologist Joe Lunardi doesn't have BYU in his June 1st bracketology. Pfft, scoff! But he does have Gonzaga as a five seed and St. Mary's as a seven seed. I'm surprised by that. But not Gonzaga, the seven for St. Mary's. They made the NIT and they returned the same team. What? What? Hey, low Why expectations be for BYU. Let's uh, exceed expectations, right? It's going to be tough to win the league. Yes. Let alone yes. Yeah, get into the tourney. Good league. On that note, challenge issued and will be accepted by BYU Basketball. Also, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Texas Hold'em. The Big 12 meetings in Dallas, Texas have shed light on some heavyweight agendas when it comes to the future of the Big 12 conference, notably potential expansion, a conference TV network, and a conference championship game. Namely, the agenda of the Golden Cow, or the Burn Orange Cow, as Jerem corrected me yesterday. Yeah. The University of Texas. So first, let's recap what else Texas Athletic Director Mike Perrin said yesterday. When asked about reasons to expand right now, he answered, quote, I can't think of any single factor. Wasn't that just great? I've been pretty clear on, hey, wake me up when someone actually takes action on this. We talked yesterday about Texas uh, has the strongest foothold, obviously, in the conference. They have the most powerful school by far in the league. Oklahoma would like to think it's on the same footing. Went to the semifinal in both uh, football and basketball this season nationally. However, Texas is where it's at. And so for the Texas uh, AD, Mike Perrin, to say, I can't think of a single factor to expand – that's not good news for a team like BYU who hopes to be uh, an expansion candidate when that time comes. I don't think that time is coming for a while. What about the factor that CBS Sports' Dennis Dodd presented? And in his article, the following is relayed. Big 12 administrators will be presented with information this week at the league's spring meetings that expansion could earn the conference a lot of money. We'll tell you how much in just a second over the length of its remaining TV rights contract. But just how much that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. CBS Sports says Big 12 expansion of four teams could earn the league up to at least $1 billion. $1 billion. 
that's a ton of money. <laughs> that's, that is so much money. It would break down to nine million bucks per team per year. More. Nine million Which, per team per year. The article says that the SEC uh, teams make nine million more per year than the Big Twelve. So it would, that would put them on par with number one. So why wouldn't they do it? But here's the deal. Brett McMurphy uh, quoted a Dennis Dodd tweet. Brett McMurphy of ESPN says, yeah, in the something to this degree. Yeah, the court, during this cord-cutting time, they're going to want to shell out $23 million a year to Houston and Cincinnati. It's ooh, true. Ooh. I, I don't see. Ooh, ESPN on <laughs> CBS Sports Crime. Hot, hot, hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see that happening either, right? It, he's just saying, what's the, what's the maximum capability of expansion and TV money and whatnot? Because we've talked about that's the number one thing, right? Money, power, power is money, and vice versa. If I think the question that a lot of Big 12 people, notably Oklahoma people and fans are asking is, if Texas says they want the best thing for the Big 12. No, they don't. <laughs> What's the best thing for Texas? Exactly. Why, why, Let's be real. What What is the Longhorn Network? Is that the best thing for the Big 12? No. What's the best thing for Texas? Yes, that's $15 million per year for yeah. Texas. And guess what? It hasn't been the best thing for Texas. They haven't been able to get the distribution that they've wanted. They They run a similar deal to what we do, right? ESPN's bleeding money into that, by the way. For that school. But ESPN owns the Longhorn Network. We are owned by Brigham Young My University. My question is, right? why, why can't the Longhorn Network remain... And they expand, and still each school gets nine more million dollars per year. Probably a power struggle of some kind. Yeah, there has to be, right? Yeah. There has to be. And and is it unfair? You could argue both sides of that. Now, Mike Perrin also suggested that expanding now may limit the Big 12's future options. Quote, we're probably going to see another round of alignment. End quote. What in the world does that mean? Are they hoping to get Power 5 teams? That's what it sounds like to me. Now, remember, the Big 12 was picked from. There were four teams that left, and then they added two in West Virginia and TCU. So two teams went to the Big 10, and two went to the SEC. So when the TV grant of rights... one to the Pac-12. When the TV grant of rights contracts are up beginning around 2024... Is the Big 12, are they not the easiest conference to poach from? Yeah, what are they waiting... Like, do you want... What are they waiting for? They're waiting for someone else to move. They don't want to be the first to move. I can relate to this. Do you play Risk? You don't want to be the first one to attack necessarily because there's like a bad vibe there. Like, okay, I'm trying to set my, pr- I'm trying to set up in South America. I don't <laughs> want to attack Africa quite yet because they're going to be mad. And they turn in cards next time. The Big Ten and SEC and ACC, they might turn in cards Oof. the next round. So Big 12 might take a passive stance, see what happens, and then react. But you're right. They might get picked from. So this is interesting. I understand why they don't act now. They don't need to. They don't need to. There are penalties associated with leaving a Power 5 conference with TV money. So why would you do it now? I think that in a couple of years, someone else will move, and then the Big 12 will be like, all right, now we're going to try and lock it up. But Texas doesn't give... Doesn't give a crap about the other teams. That's, that's putting don't. it lightly. That's putting it lightly. Self-serving. That's what it is. We call this it is how BYU it TV, is. So I hesitated in even saying that. It's it. <laughs> it's just BYU TV. That's the reality. Good grief. The question is, how long can the Big Twelve wait before they need to expand if they don't want to get poached? We from? could we could ask. We need a new segment on yeah. the show. Big Twelve rhetorical rhetorical questions. questions. How long should they wait? Jake Trotter of ESPN 
brought up some great points when he joined us a few weeks back on contracts and how all of these particulars work out moving forward. In college sports, I mean, contracts can, can be negotiated out of, so I don't think it's necessarily 2024. I mean, I think you, anytime you get into the, once we get into the 2020s, uh, you know, you could start to maybe negotiate yourself out of out of these contracts. Okay, so maybe Texas wants to make a move so at least four in years. four years. Who knows? Can we just can we just talk in four years then? Perhaps. What, what's the point of this discussion? What are the point of these meetings? Oh, it's in fascinating. Dallas? Is it not fascinating that Texas is doing this? The power play. I th- I think it's fascinating. What's the ac- at the end of the day? It's just chatter. What's what's the action associated with it? What all of this tells Nothing. me is Texas is not worried about the. Big 12 potentially being dissolved if and when Power 5 conferences move to 16 teams, which I think will happen because they're Texas and they'll be just fine. So will Oklahoma, but will will Baylor right now? No. Will Texas Tech? I good, mean, these guys are lucky to be involved. Good news, Jerem. And I'm quoting Mike Perrin once again, Texas Athletic Director. I think this is a dialogue that could continue several years. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Please, no. Please! <laughs> It's June, so I'm glad we have something, but please. In the spirit of potential, hypothetical, possible, likely, perspective, future, just maybe Big 12 expansion, Ugh. we need your help with today's Twitter fill-in-the-blank. Things that will happen before the Big 12 expands. Go. There have been an unbelievable <laughs> amount of great answers. We'll get to those throughout the show. Keep them coming at BYU Teddy Bear 89 Marvel will unveil that Captain America isn't really Hydra after all. He did lift Thor's hammer. <laughs> Hashtag he's worthy. I, I say Mitt Romney will be president. BYU football will beat Utah. And Spencer will run a 4940. And a 499 counts as a 4940. Oh, it doesn't. Well, let's ask Fred Warner when he comes on. Just getting that what out there. About that. 499 is a 49. No, it's not. That's <laughs> way close. To, that's like basically five. It's still under five, though. That's under five, not 49. 49 is 4.90. <laughs> Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN at BYUTeddyBear89 weighing in once again. BYU and Utah football players will meet together for an annual campfire sing-along and roast marshmallows together in peace. Oh, my gosh. You can forget (laughs) about that. What else is going to happen before the Big 12 expands? Jerem's going to have grass in his yard, right? Uh, Yeah, that's the next couple weeks, hopefully. Coming up. The head coach of last year's WCC champs and Sweet 16 women's volleyball team, Heather Olmstead. But first, Fred Warner, star linebacker. What's the biggest difference for him this offseason? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We are simulcasting on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now. Follow at BYU Sports Nation if you want to chime in on the conversation. Just use that hashtag BYUSN. Hey, four weeks from today is BYU Football Media Day, live right here on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We will be live for a two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation with Kalani Sitake, Jamal Williams, and others from noon Eastern to 2. There are other live programs and uh, rebroadcast and former uh, great games on during that day. So check it out. Four weeks from today, BYU Football Media Day. Our Twitter question today is more of a Twitter fill-in-the-blank. Things that will happen before the Big 12 expands, and we want you to fill in that There are blank. some great answers. We'll, we'll get to these later in the show a, a little bit more, but keep them coming. At DYoung1993, the Big 12 will cease to exist as schools are poached by the other P5 conferences in their quest for 16 teams. Now, that was a legit answer. <laughs> like Most of them have been funny and uh, entertaining. <laughs> that was a real answer, right? <laughs> I wasn't expecting the real answer. <laughs> 
We saw we've yeah we've seen some fantastic ones. Anything that involves a uh, potential President Donald Trump is is yeah. is welcome. At eight hundred one Salt Lake, we will be on Mars. Elon Musk said so. Like <laughs> yeah, yes, all that stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Joining us now in Studio B, our good friend Fred Warner, who we were just reminiscing with. Fred Enrico. We remember the first time he was in here before he even played a down of football at BYU. Now approaching yeah. his junior season, Fred. Where did the time go, man? It has flown by. You know, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of actually, like, just staying in the moment. I remember my freshman year going to Texas, and I specifically remember myself just thinking, like, just take this in because it's going to fly by. I remember high school flying by. And so I just kind of, you know, just taking it in. Um, I'm treating this season, you know, just like it's my senior year, um, just going all out. So, yeah. And luckily, it's just your junior year. Two more years of uh, exactly. Fred Warner. Two right. more years. Yes. Yeah. Two of course, more years. yes, of yeah. course, yes. One more term or whatever. Um, how's the offseason going for you? Offseason's great. Uh, you know, Coach uh, New and his strength and uh, conditioning staff have been doing really good things for us. So we're getting – I've been able to tell a huge difference in, obviously, the size of our guys. We're getting a lot stronger um, and, you know, just working on speed, conditioning, obviously. Um, but it's been good. It's been really good. What's been the biggest difference? I mean, is it just like you notice the the size now of all the guys, or is there something else you've noticed compared to the other seasons you've trained? Uh, yeah, I think the size is probably the biggest difference. You know, with coach, I've I've experienced, I've been, you know, it's unique for me to be able to experience three different strength coaches. Uh, my freshman year, Coach Omer, and then Coach Winchick, and now Coach uh, New, and he, uh, I think he incorporates the best of both worlds of what Coach Omer and Coach Winchick were doing. Um, with the heavy lifting and with the speed work, and so uh, we have we get we get everything in this work in this workout pro- uh, program. During the break, we were talking about uh, now you're getting close to the mandatory voluntary That's right. team <laughs> workouts. How does that work? <laughs> well, you know if you if you want to be the best in the country, all the all the best teams in the country are are doing this. You know they're working out in the summer, and people want some people say that they want to have a vacation this summer, but if you, if you want to be one of the top teams in the nation have a chance at winning a championship. You got you got to work out in the off season and in, in the summer, which is which is important. So that's what we're doing the mandatory voluntary uh, workouts right now. Give us an idea of the schedule for you guys. Uh, just like a day to day schedule, and, or a, just for the week. week. Yeah, on a week. Uh, so we'll go Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday we'll have like a pool recovery day, and then Thursday, Friday we'll go. Monday and Friday are more conditioning days, and then Tuesday, Thursday working on. I don't know, it's more lifting and power stuff, but um, it's, it's, you know, it's good stuff right now. In terms of individual improvement, you've had time to watch all of your games and break down your film and watch your footwork and all that stuff. Where do you want to improve the most this offseason? Um, I, I feel like I, I can work in so many areas. Uh, I've been this whole offseason, I've been practicing just working on explosiveness. Um, but at the end of the day, when I when I look back and I see what I did last year, I want to be the guy who, on third down, my teammates can rely on me to make that play. You feel me? So you know, I, I've I've been working really hard, just lifting, working on my speed. I felt kind of slower last season. I don't know why, but I feel like I've gotten bigger and faster. So that's been huge for me. But I looked yeah. at your stats. Uh, was reminding myself of your stats, and I was really impressed by what you did in your sophomore year. Sixty-seven tackles, eleven and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, two picks, four fumble recoveries. Um, what do you What do you look back uh, on last year and you think about? Okay, that was that was good. I, I felt good about what I did. Yeah, it was decent for me to describe it. Decent? I, that was decent. Like that's how I feel. So if you if you really think about it, think about it like this: My freshman year, I get hurt. 
And so then that whole offseason, I'm trying to recover from these two injuries that were just – they were some of the worst injuries you can get. And so now I have a full offseason to just get bigger and faster, to work on my craft, and then I obviously have two years of experience under my belt, just that confidence build, builder. Um, and just going into this next season, I feel like the sky's the limit for me. I feel like I can just go out there and play and do the, do what I'm capable of. How will a 4-3 defense and Coach Tuiaki and Coach Satake – change how you play defense at mm-hmm. BYU and shape you for you know what you ultimately want to do and that's that's play NFL football mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL they they run three four defenses and they run four three defenses defenses I don't think that's a huge thing but um, in this defense I feel like my my position personally um, it's the same exact like a lot of the same concepts that I was doing before in the last defense um, I'm playing out in space and uh Coach Tuiaki wants to try and get me involved in pass rushing stuff too to try and get after the quarterback. But um, you know, ultimately, I'm I'm supposed to make a lot of tackles in this defense, and so um, I think the emphasis right now is just being aggressive. Our DBs are doing a lot more um, man coverage stuff, and so that's probably the biggest difference from the last defense. Last defense was more zone coverage, Um, and I think we got the athletes this year for that, so it it should be a good change. When you look at the schedule, and there's some. Some awesome games on there throughout right. the season, especially the first eight. Right. What sticks out about that and the opportunity that is 2016 BYU football? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you look at it and we win every single one of those games, we go to a championship. And so, but obviously, we're going to take every day one day at a time. We're focusing on Arizona. Um, that's the political answer, obviously. Obviously, there's some, <laughs> that's the, there's, the, uh, there's some games on there um, that I'm obviously uh, excited for. Um, but like I – Obviously, the the thing we need to focus on is just working one day at a time, going through each game and making sure we win every single one of those games. Ninety three days away from Arizona, and yes, we are counting every <laughs> single day yeah, it's been on a, this show. It's been a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know Jerem loves it. <laughs> you know, so uh, I like it more than talking about the Big Twelve expansion. Right, yeah. I'll tell you that exactly. So ninety three days to Arizona. <laughs> Uh, we have an idea of what you're going to be doing because uh, you've been in the program for a while now, but what about your brother Troy? What do you expect him to do in game number one in terms of responsibilities and where he'll be on the field? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he just keeps working hard in these workouts and if he puts in the, the the film study time throughout the season, that's the hugest part. As being, like, as being a freshman, I think that helped me the most was just studying my opponent, um, watching practice film, seeing what I could get better at. Um, that's that's the biggest thing. He has the talent, and the ability. It's just about the, his worth ethic and uh, the time of the amount of time he studies. So, that's give, it. give me an idea of what it's like to be in this position. Uh-huh. Uh, now, now you're a junior. You know, a little more is expected of you. Right. It's awesome schedule, uh, and you sit here, but it's June. You're trying to lift. You're <laughs> trying to still kind of relax to a certain right. degree. Yet, it, it, like if I'm you, I'm watching an Arizona game from last year, and I'm going. That guy's mine. I'm going to take that guy. Like, like I'm like figuring things out, how it's going to play out. What, what's it like for you to still stay focused, but it's still 93 days away? Right. 93 days feels like an eternity. So I mean, Amen. So, I mean, like, you just – I'm just focusing on the workouts right now. I mean, Arizona, obviously, is, there's going to be a time where it's time to focus on Arizona. Obviously, guys are starting to look at film right now. Some guys are texting each other, hey, let's go watch film. Um, I think the biggest – thing right now we need to focus on is those workouts and you're better than i am <laughs> yeah i mean that, the hype the hype and stuff is for you guys to you know just have fun with i don't know 
That's right. But, right, yeah. That's your that's your, that's your job. But you whatever. are one hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. We are the engineers of the yeah. hype train, man. Right. <laughs> it's all right though. Fred Warner with us, BYU football linebacker approaching his junior season and that twenty sixteen schedule uh that we just looked at that is loaded. While you have ninety three days, is there any time for you amidst the uh Voluntary mandatory workouts that you have going mandatory on. Mandatory voluntary. Yeah, <laughs> to take to take a break. Yes, uh, there's you know there's weeks set aside for us to take breaks because that's that's important for our muscles to recover and just to make sure that we're not getting injured. Um, but yeah, I already I'm about I'm gonna go home at some point in June. I forget which week it is, but but yeah, I mean. All right, now is not time for breaks. It's time to work. Okay, you know this clock is, this in. Is okay, yeah, Fred Warner, clock in, clock out. So. Clock in. Let's go. Yeah. In, in spring, at the very beginning of spring, the conversation was okay. The team is not divided over Taysom and Tanner and whatnot. Um, at some point, that that conversation will be a little more heated and interesting on the field, right? As sure. some guy has to start, right? Sure. Um, how how has the team since then? But have has that stayed the same? Where it's okay, we got two guys, and we'll figure it out later. Is that the vibe? Absolutely. Uh, it's funny because me, my brother Nick Kurtz, um, Grant Jones, Louie, we were all working the basketball camp, and our station was at the stadium. We were doing this football, um, this football little thing that we were doing, and we would take the kids into the locker room, watch a highlight, and then have a Q and A. And the number one question every group would ask. Who's who's gonna be the starting quarterback? For this year? <laughs> and it's like, oh my goodness! So like, we're having to answer this question. We're like, we don't know. Sometimes we'd even like start it off like, all right, we're gonna do a Q and A, but just to let everybody know we don't know who the starting quarterback is. <laughs> uh, we would be like, we don't know. Maybe Tanner Mangum, or no, not Tanner Mangum, Tanner Hill, or Taysom Mangum is gonna start. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But like, we would just have fun with it. But it's really, it really hasn't changed. You know, we don't know. And this is a good problem to have. Obviously, is to have two of the best college football quarterbacks on your team and so you know it's what it's, it's whatever with me whoever's gonna win his games I think that and that's important yeah for sure I think that the key to this whole thing is Tanner Mangum's attitude sure. um give us an idea of what he's like behind the scenes that might lend itself to this working out maybe um Tanner you know I I think he has the best attitude out of everybody about the situation he hasn't really discussed his feelings about it but he's just a hard worker and he's he's gonna do whatever he can for this football team you know there's never been a point where people are like oh I wonder if Tanner's gonna transfer or something no it's never been like that he's he's all BYU you know he's he's trying to do what's best for his teammates and he's 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 gonna be ready no matter what except for two days ago when he tweeted that he's selling his contract and people are like is he transferring <laughs> yeah see that's just the fans you know what I mean like, and he had to clear it up no, I'm, he's, no, I'm just I'm right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I know married. that's just right. I didn't even think about that at it, all. Yeah. Neither did some I. And like, then, of what? course, some fans had to say something. But <laughs> it's June. He, ex- yeah, exactly, it's June. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That is hilarious. Fred Warner, linebacker at BYU, with us on BYU Sports Nation. Do you pay attention to the Big Twelve expansion talk at all? Like, does that register on your radar at all? <laughs> Let me tell you my honest opinion. I have as much knowledge about the Big 12 expansion as I do about the sport of cricket. <laughs> and that's so none. Zero. Because you're a big cricket guy. I have <laughs> zero information about it. I don't know anything about it. I I don't care. I mean, I, not to say I don't care about our future of the program and all that, but it's just something I'm not educated in. You're focused have, on have, Arizona, to man. To have an opinion, yeah. I'm focused no, no, no. on these workouts and I'm focused on. No. You're focused on the NBA Finals tonight. 
Oh, that is important. So, <laughs> go LeBron. Go LeBron. Oh, okay. the Cavs. Well, the Cavs go Cavs. Okay. Go Cavs. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a Steph Curry fan. He's, he's a good player, but I've always been a LeBron fan. So, okay. Is that funny how it's okay. players and, and our, like we rooted, we rooted for teams? I feel like when I was a little kid, yeah. and now it's like we root for players. Right. That yeah. is that has totally changed. Ind- individual brands. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you do for fun other than a week you get to go home to California mm-hmm. during the summer, specifically in Provo, Utah? What do you do for fun? Um, Provo, Utah. There's a lot of uh, just video games at the house, <laughs> watching TV. Uh, but like guys like to like meet up all the time. Like a lot of guys will text each other, you know, text teammates and say, "Let's go, you know, let's go swimming or something, or just have a, like a barbecue at somebody's house." Try and take it easy. Bocce ball. We're not supposed to play a lot of sports on the weekends because we're supposed to eliminate any type of injuries that could happen. So. You're not on the intramural softball team. We've seen. Oh no! Some of the guys are on. No, there. I've. I've. Is that still going? Yeah. I think Mitch was. Play- one, I think Mitch was the one who led that. The playoffs start tonight. Oh, they do. For, I don't for know. Our, for our team, you're going to be there, by the way. I will be there. I'm not sure. Okay. But- if you want to come watch us, seven fifteen. Oh, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Fred's like, Fred's like, I got I uh, video games. Seventy nine other things the right finals now. Finals on tonight. I, I, I don't DVR. Bad memory. You just pulled up. You just said the finals, and you're going to tell me to go watch you guys game. <laughs> you don't want to watch on. us play intramural softball, Fred? No, Fred. Frederico? You don't want to watch us do that, Fred. No, you can just say no. You have zero desire to watch us play. Yeah, bro. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Hey, have fun in Hawaii at the Fan Fest, by the way. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That should be fun. Way to get picked for that one. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know what you did, but yeah, what did you uh, do? keep doing you know it, what? Yeah, I just 11 and a half You, you got to get, get in with the, with the head guy. You, know, you got to go straight to Kalani and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, man, I've never been to Hawaii. Please let me. I want to go. Hey, let me, uh, I was thinking about that, transferring unless I go to Hawaii. So. <laughs> no, I'm just... have, you, have you signed our uh, stretch Y flag? Yes. I, I don't know have. if it's the new one. Is it? Yeah, because you signed the old one. We have a new. We've since we have, I've been here, my my signature's kind of evolved. Has changed a little. Sign bit. Sign it again, even if it's up there. Again, sign, sign it again, just, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making chicken sign scratch. Sign it again. <laughs> Fred, so, thanks for the yeah. time, man. Yeah, of course. Great I'll, to talk I'll to make you. sure I'll get that signed. But coming up, <laughs> things that will happen before the Big Twelve. Fred watches us play softball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We react to more of your tweets, but first, West Coast Conference Coach of the Year and USA Assistant Coach Heather Olmstead. This is BYU Sports Nation. Red's showing up tonight. Oh, I don't care what he says. He's showing up tonight. All in. <laughs> Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's time to party on BYU Sports Nation. It is? Why? Because it is. Because it's June 2nd. Hey, yes. Apple TV, uh, new app, BYU TV app. You can check it out on the fourth generation only on Apple TV now. Very cool. Just add it to the list, man. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Speaking of TV, we have TV times for BYU football's first two football yeah. games. BYU-Arizona will take place on Fox Sports 1, 10.30 Eastern on September 3rd. The BYU-Utah game will be on Fox at 7.30 Eastern on September 10th. Very nice. Big 12 meetings continue in Dallas. Texas Athletic Director Mike Perrin said, among other things yesterday at the meetings, the prudent thing for the Big 12 to do is to stay where we are. <sighs> Wake so no me news. up. 
Yeah, when exactly. Big 12 expansion happens, BYU pitcher yes, <laughs> BYU pitcher Mike Rucker <laughs> is one of 18 semifinalists for National Pitcher of the Year after an 11 and 1 season for the Batcats, tying the BYU record for best start in school history. The Major League Baseball draft, by the way, is one week from today. It is expected that Mike Rucker will go in the first five rounds. ESPN bracketologist Joe Lenardi doesn't have BYU in his June first bracketology. He has Gonzaga as a five seed and St. Mary's as a seven seed. Utah as a 10, by the way. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great song. Yes, it is. That no one gets. Yes, it is. Joining us now in Studio B, our second in-studio guest of the day, Pan Am Cup USA assistant coach and the head coach of BYU Women's Volleyball, Heather Olmstead. Welcome back to Studio B, Heather. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is our pleasure. We will always make room for the Olmstead clan. You know that, right? We just need Rick in here one day. (laughs) That would be fun. That would be, yeah, that would be wild. He always... uh, Finds me after the matches if he's in town, so that's good. June 30th to July 11th in the uh, Dominican Republic for the Pan Am Cup. What did it mean to you uh, to be selected again as a coach and, and to go back with, with Team USA in, in that fashion? Yeah, it's, it was an honor to be asked um, by Karch Karai to, to be on the coaching staff for the Pan Am Cup. And to represent USA um, and be able to be in that gym this summer is an absolutely awesome opportunity for me. And so I was thrilled when Karch asked me and um, excited to get out there this summer. Talk about the history with Karch, because I think your dad coached him when he was in, was it high school? Yeah, high school, Santa Barbara High yeah. School. So yeah. now, here we are, you know, several years later, I don't know, 30, 40 or something, and he's asking <laughs> you to coach a team. What, I mean, what's that like? Yeah, it's, it's neat. It's cool. I, I've known him just all my life growing up and had the opportunity to chat with him while I was playing in, in college and then throughout my coaching career, seeing him when he's on TV um, games, and so to now kind of learn from him and be in his gym it's just super neat I think he's a great coach he does a great job with the women's national team and um, I think good things are going to happen this summer for them how does an experience like this help you when you look at it translating over to BYU and what you do as the head coach here yeah it's it's huge for me to continue to to learn and grow as a head coach to learn what USA is doing in their gym to learn from the coaches I'm going to be with in the Pan Am Cup to be back in that assistant role, it's it's good for me. It's not so far, you know, away, removed that I was just doing that. And so it's good for me to be back in that role and learn from Dan Fisher, who's going to be the head coach for the Pan Am Cup, and bring those ideas back and implement them into the BYU women's team and see what I like, what I don't, and, and try and make our program and our kids better. It's interesting because, uh, you know, the, the, men's, the men's team, Jake Langlois goes last year, he plays in Reno. One of the coaches is trying to change his serve. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, what is, you know, Sean, uh, thinking about that idea? So how do you manage kind of, hey, here's some ideas, but maybe their coach in college wants them to stick to a certain thing? That yeah. That seems interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. Our biggest, um, what we're trying to do is Karch is, here, here's how we train, here's how USA does it, and we try to follow what Karch says. And so he, that's why he tries to stick with coaches that have the same uh, principles and, and teaching guidelines that he does, and so it's not so unfamiliar to the kids and to Karch. And so not so much trying to change their technique, but trying to get the group together really quickly and trying to go to win and represent USA in a short amount of time. Is your passport current and up to date right now? I imagine it is. It is because I just got back from China. Yeah, so. good grief! That's right. Headed to the Dominican Republic uh, end of June through July, and just got back from China. How yeah. was that experience? Uh, China was was amazing. It was everything you have heard about or is advertised and more. It was it was beautiful and it was great. Did you uh, set or spike on the Great Wall? 
Uh, we didn't take any volleyballs up there. We should have. That actually That'd was a, a good cool idea. Picture. No, yeah. but we did the the Running Man on the Great Wall. I don't know if you guys saw that on Twitter. So I did. Yeah. That was oh, really that's fun. fantastic. Whose idea was that, by the way? Um, you know, it was the teens, but I kept bugging them. Girls, when are you going to do the Running Man dance? And then, girls, when are you guys going to practice? And then we knew we were going to do it on the wall, so it kind of was this – leading up to let's do it on the great wall yeah that's elite level coaching right there yeah it was you know it was a team effort though <laughs> team effort i would have i would have recreated the amazing scene in the beginning of mulan where the guy says <laughs> in the most american accent of all time now all of china knows you're here that's what i would have done there's on, a lot of mulan quoting going on, on yeah on that I'm, trip. Sure, I'm sure there was um isn't there uh there's a big donor to byu or something that kind of helped that make that trip possible yeah or we had or? uh gray cook and his family that live over in china that were with us on the majority of the trip and we got to spend time with them and they toured around with us and um byu was great at saying hey um let's get you to china and, and go represent and it was awesome for the girls how does that help your team this season because typically when you take a foreign trip the chemistry is really good early with that team yeah so the our trip to china we had uh threefold as far as our purpose number one was to represent byu and the church of jesus christ latter saints in china all that it stands for academically athletically spiritually that was our first goal our second goal was to, to ask the question and find out who's going to lead this team and it was brought up many times who's going to lead this team who's going to be a leader and more than just saying i am it's the actions that are going to be happening on this trip and that had already been happening in the spring as we were training and that are going to carry through through the summer so that was the second uh mission and then the third was to create lifelong memories with their teammates and coaches and administrators and have some fun and and have experiences that they're never going to forget and so we we did all three of those things that i think are going to serve us well this season do you care to share with us who uh you notice is stepping into those leadership roles or is that something we have to wait on no you you probably you know i've seen it just even from last year we've got some great seniors um doesn't always mean you know those are going to be our leaders but amy boswell and whitney um young are just fantastic leaders already um i don't know if amy has a big enough personality to lead (laughs) yeah she needs to she needs to get a little bit more excited when she gets a block she needs to bring it up a notch so i've talked to her about that you know and mckenna santiago who's the other senior who played a big role for us last year and then there's other kids and and I keep telling them you don't have to be a senior to lead and I I want you to be who you are from the beginning as a freshman and and let your leadership wherever that is whether it's your play or vocal um, just kind of shine throughout your career how do you uh how do you help replace the production of a player like Alexa Gray yeah I don't know if it's so much um how do we replace Alexa as it is about the opportunity for other kids to step up into that role and to fill her shoes or other kids shoes and get some some kills and distribute our offense and so I'm looking forward to who's who wants that who wants the match point swing who wants the set point swing who wants to really um, be a leader and step up and and that's going to be exciting to see who that is. You smiled when I asked that question. Yeah, it's just yeah. no. There's no replacing Alexa yeah. Gray. She's a special yeah. player, but it's opportunities every year when kids graduate for other kids to step up. Whenever Spencer's gone, we ask that same. We're like, who's going to replace Spencer? Who's we just going? Look, we just, just look no around. Way. We still haven't found anybody. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. You're welcome. <laughs> Four straight Sweet Sixteens, which in and of itself is just that's amazing that the level has been consistently hit right there. So, I mean. It, is it that now an kind of an annual expectation for BYU Volleyball, or is that too much to ask? I think the expectation going into each year is for we want to win a West Coast Conference championship every year, and then from there, see how good we can be. And so that's 
to be determined how hard these kids are going to work this summer going into the fall. And we want to get to the tournament, and from there you take it one game at a time. If that means we get to the Sweet 16 grade, if it means the Elite Eight or the Final Four, then we'll take it. So I don't, I don't know that, that that is our expectations. We want to be the best we can be and, and be great and be excellent in everything we do. And, and so luckily that's been taking us to the Sweet 16 and beyond, obviously, in 2014. Have you taken a moment to uh, kind of enjoy the fact that not only are you and your brother, Sean, the head coaches at BYU in men and women's volleyball, but that you both had really, really good seasons? Sweet 16 for the women, national runner-up for the men? Yeah, I think um, my mom and I were in China during that match, and we just we wanted to be you know, in, uh, mm. in Penn State. I don't know if you guys went, but so bad. And so um, just what a great year they had, um, Sean in his first year for the men. And obviously, you know, our year last year. And I, I do sit back and think this is this is pretty cool. I think we should actually take take your seats and, and host one day. That would be fun. We, we've toyed with the idea of bringing Sean in. Now you've thrown that idea. We would us. love to yeah. have. Hey, Jerem, let's take a road trip, man, and let's let Sean and Heather come in and uh, take the No, you the can't reins. coach my team, but we, we, could, <laughs> we, we, we could just sit in. Let's put Jason Shepard over here just in case. That's fine. Yeah, he that's can fine. You guys can swing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fine. Okay, <laughs> most importantly. What are the team's shoes going to be this year? Kobe Bryant retired. You went with Kobe's last year. What are you, what are you doing this year? Um, there'll be there'll be some Kobe's. Oh, still still with the Kobe's. There's still some gone? Kobe's out there floating around. Are they Kobe's from like oh four. No, because the Kobe's from last year stunk. Our Kobe's? Not the shoes. Oh. The player that wore <laughs> oh, those shoes. Oh. So I'm just like, isn't I, there something to that? I don't know because the girl, uh, the Kobe's feel good on the girls' feet, so that's all I care about. Okay. If they feel good, yeah. they look good, they play good, so okay. there'll be some Kobe's floating around, but there'll be some other shoes too. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, we've got that. We've got that out. Send it out to the masses. <laughs> we're, going, we're sticking with Kobe's for BYU Women's Volleyball. Heather, great to talk to you. Congratulations you on the uh, Pan Am Cup and the coaching job there, and uh, we wish you the best luck moving forward. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'll toy with the idea that you brought up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jerem wants some Kobe's, by the way. <laughs> Sean we'll see what him. I can Sean do. Sean gave me some <laughs> so. Sean yes, gave me other shoes I, that I And like. I yeah, love yeah, them. Yeah, Up next, BYU, Arizona, and Utah Times announced and way too early bracketology in the Cougar Whip Round. But first, what do you think will happen before the Big 12 expands? What won't happen for that? Heather Olmstead will host this show. <laughs> <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan doing it live in Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Remember, if you miss an episode of BYUSN Live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV. What time does that start again, Jerem? Uh, 6 Eastern time. That's right. Hey, check out uh, social media with uh, BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook with BYU Sports Nation. And then Snapchat, BYUSN. Check it out. You should check out Snapchat in particular today. Jerem has uh, a list of fantastic things that will happen before the Big 12 <laughs> expands, yes, which I is do. our Twitter fill in the blank today. Things that will happen before the Big 12 expands. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At BYU Clark, Netflix will own exclusive broadcast rights for Big 12 sports. That's not out of the realm of possibility. I know. We are headed that way. Yeah, Twitter owns the rights to a game next year in the NFL or games. games Twitter, games. Twitter, Yahoo broadcast a Raiders game last year. The, like this will happen at some point. You think of traditional media. 
it's not just television anymore. When you think digital about the media, you is, think about the money involved with those. Be, because you know, you know who has m- the most subscribers of any video service on the planet? It's Netflix. The most of anybody without a subscription, YouTube. You know what I mean? It's not Dish Network, DirecTV, Comcast, and whatever. It's the, now the technology, in my opinion, needs to catch up to where it's a little easier to manage. Apple TV is one of those. Roku is one of those. Right? You, there's a Buick TV app for both of those. Interesting stuff. An interesting thought from that was, Matt BYU That was a Clark. huge plug for that, by the way, in a non-subtle way. At Twiggy or Stone, <laughs> they will find an extra year of eligibility for Ty Detmer, and he will lead BYU to a national I don't, championship. No, I don't want that. I don't want Ty out. I don't want old man Ty out there. I would want back to the future young Ty <laughs> well, out there. Old man Ty? <laughs> yeah, old man Ty. This is going to be relayed back he to He told him us that he could, like, one throw. That's what he told us. Like, one, not even one drive. Ty, I still think you're very young. I still think you're a very young. I don't think it'd be very effective. An exuberant young man. I love Ty. He's got to call the plays, though. He has other things to worry about. At Kristen1258, BYU students and faculty find a great parking space on campus. Yeah, forget about it. Listen, (laughs) listen. Those of us that have A-lot parking passes, we enjoy it. It's glorious. We love it. Yeah, I'm sorry for the students. Will it be the Provo High School? Hashtag Provo High. Hey, Provo High School, maybe a parking structure? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? What will happen first? Yeah. Parking parking structure structure? Provo High or the Big 12 Expanse? (laughs) At Jay Cougar 23, LeBron James will lose all of his hair. He He was. He got plugs, He got plugs like Wes Walker and Wayne Rooney. He looks great. Yeah. In fact, I should probably talk to him about that at some point. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> at ZDSA2, Jazz make finals again. Yeah, that's yeah, not Oh, happening. man. No. The Jazz make the finals again before the Big 12 expands? The Jazz are the Thunder. They Holy drafted cow. two good players and <laughs> let a, surrounded them with decent pieces, but unfortunately there was a guy named Mikel Jordan. At Greg Rosenhan, Donald Trump will win the election with Bernie Sanders as vice president oh and will host a special edition of Media Apprentice where everyone gets fired. Nice. That could happen. At Milton underscore rat, Jerem Jordan will shave his head that, again. That will probably happen before the Big 12 expands if the because Big, it's not going to expand for a while. If the Big 12 expands and invites BYU. No, I'm not going In there. the next year. No. In the next year. No. Would no! you shave your head? No shave bait. <laughs> no shave bait. I'm just saying the power of your hair did amazing things. Okay? When you no. put it on the line. No! I- <laughs> no! <laughs> no. At Kiwi Jackman, Boney Fuller's identity will be revealed. Texas will be annexed, and Jerem Stash will make a triumphant return. Boney Fuller's identity <laughs> will be revealed. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, at Varn Score Black, BYU fans will forgive Larry Kraskoviak for canceling the rivalry. Nope, that won't happen ever. <laughs> Coming up, Times and TV for Arizona and Utah football games. BYU not in Joe Lenardi's bracketology. It's the Kruger Whip Around. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Yo, TV and times for BYU football's first two games are out. BYU against Arizona will be live on Fox Sports 1 at 1030 Eastern time on September 3rd. BYU and Utah will be on Fox at 730 Eastern on September 10th. 
Baseball. BYU pitcher Mike Rucker, one of 18 semifinalists for National Pitcher of the Year after an 11-1 season for the Batcats, tying the BYU record for best start in history. Men's basketball. ESPN bracketologist Joe Lenardi does not have BYU in his June bracketology. He has Gonzaga as a five. He was right last year this time. Yeah. (laughs) He has Gonzaga as a five seed, St. Mary's as a seven seed. Kyle Collinsworth is headed to Florida to work out for a number of NBA scouts slash teams. He just finished a workout with the Brooklyn Nets. That went well, and BYU Sports Nation has learned that Kyle killed it for the Minnesota Timberwolves in that workout. That has set up a number of other NBA team workouts. Good news for Kyle. Soccer. The men's team continues its six-game homestand tonight, 9 Eastern, against the Las Vegas Mobsters. Not, uh, we're not sure if that's a real uh, mob squad or not. Cougars are in second place in the Central Pacific Division of the Western Conference with eight points. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Brugman went four for six with a double, triple, and an RBI for the AAA Nashville Sounds. He is killing it. Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays have both <gasps> completed their first round of the Memorial Tournament in Dublin. Ohio. There are no <laughs> elephants on the course. Zach Blair is tied for 13th at 3-under, and Summer Hayes is tied for 45th at even par. Let's send it over to Spencer Linton on 7th. Cougars overseas. Thank you, Jerem. Kalani Purcell and the Tall Ferns of New Zealand are participating in the Four Nations Tournament starting today in Belarus. Belarus. Give what your guess. Who we got coming up, Jerem? Hey, Shaq Walker will join the program as well as Blaine Fowler. Uncle I was Lee. hoping you would do it in your Shaq voice, though. Shaq, Shaq Walker, Blaine Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> Things have been much better since Kazam. By the way, yes, you need to see that video of him as a fake lift driver, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Who deserves it, Jerem? Jacob Brugman, four for six, a home run short of the cycle in AAA. I, if he continues this, he will be called up to the Oakland A's. He's go- he might play it, for the A's this season. It depends on injuries and Seriously. situations and whatnot. And luckily the A's are... Stinking a little bit because my Mariners are in the AL West lead. That would be sweet to get a BYU guy Although back they in the bigs. Although they got pounded last night by the Padres. Twitter fill in the blank today. Things that will happen before the Big 12 expands. Let's get to our elite tweet response of the day from at BYU Teddy Bear 89. Jerem Jordan will regularly unbutton his top button and like it. Depends. If it's like a 15 and a half, forget about it. Thanks to Fred Warner, Heather Olmstead, and everyone on our crew. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. <laughs> the show on demand, BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Max Warner. Is he related to Fred Warner? Nope. 30s. First BYU football American. Fred's going to watch softball tonight, right? Nope. That's BYU Sports Nation. We'll see you tomorrow. Nope.